0: Hey Sam. Hey. Happy Helena. March.
1: Happy March. It's like, what is, what is today? The ninth?
0: It is the ninth. Dude. Happy March. year the year's happening. It's happening quickly. <laughs> We're almost to that crazy year point. Wow. Yep. How do you yep. feel? Uh, ironically good. Good. You know, like pe- pandemic and all happening, but pretty good. Spring is almost here. Yeah. You know, we're at this weird one-year mark of the industry shutting down as of the thirteenth. So, I don't know. It's all happening. We're we're still we're still all knockwood here and doing doing the thing. Yeah. Does
1: it feel like
0: uh, I'm good? I'm uh, yeah. hanging in there. I'm. Mm-hmm. I feel like
1: it's a weird place, right? Because it feels like things are things are not like cut and dry off anymore, but they're not like a hundred percent, the world is back to normal. So I feel like we're no, in this weird limbo of everyone being like, Oh my God, so happy to have like my first booking of 2021. Like, let's go blah, blah, blah. And then it's also like, but kind of, yeah. <laughs> like at least that's what it feels it here. It, a strange like,
0: parallel universe. Yeah. yeah.
1: But you've sure. had like a really good last month from what I know. Yeah. Do you want yeah, to tell well, about that? Well, I was that?
0: looking at, I took notes from our yes. last talk and it said, because we, we said what we were going to work on, right? So um, one of them was infusing ourselves more into the roles that we're auditioning for not being as safe. Yes. The other one was um, learning, what do what we learn about sprint and recovery? And then the other one was like, have booked something. So I was like, Oh, that's cool. Um, <laughs> you no, know, I had, I had a really good last few weeks tempered with some weird things that happened too, but I did, I booked a commercial and I booked a day on a CW show as well. So yeah. yeah, feeling great about that. And, you know, I've been on set a number of times since COVID started. And the more I go to set, the more comfortable I feel about being on set in general, because everything is just, it's also safe. Everybody's really Uh, at least up here in Vancouver, I'm sure it's the same everywhere else. It's people are taking it super seriously. And even, you know, yesterday when I was shooting you, this one show even had tracers that you keep on your body so that you can contact trace literally who you have been in contact with. So it wasn't just like who worked in your zone or who did your hair and makeup or who you're acting with or whatever, the whatever. It's like, if you passed by somebody and you were pinged, So, and that's the first, I mean, I've worked on four things since pandemic started, and this is the first time I've, I've experienced the tracer, which I thought was just super cool. Yeah. That's Um, so cool. The
1: two things you booked in the past month, what was the audition process like for one because one, because the commercial and then the show.
0: Well, commercial was, um, I mean, they're all self-tape and then called, well, okay. The commercial was callback via zoom. Mm-hmm. Um and then the other one was just direct booking off sell tape okay. so but I have had yeah I think we talked last time I've had one theatrical callback that was a um a zoom callback for a, a TV show which most of the stuff here unless it's for a really big role they ha- even for really big stuff they haven't been doing callbacks with producers and stuff so that was sort of a, a, a normal thing and that's the only show I've heard of doing that everything else is just casting off tape cool so yeah. But <laughs> fun fact, and I told you about this a little bit, but uh, for anybody out there thinking of switching your laundry detergent, oh, I would fuck. highly <laughs> advise against it. I am not somebody who is allergic to anything. I've never been allergic to anything ever. And we switched to what I thought, what we thought was a hypoallergenic one. Cause we always just buy natural green for the environment, hypo, just whatever's the best cleanest stuff. That's what right. we like to buy. We switched and apparently I am highly allergic to something in this specific ingredient, like laundry detergent. And from my shoulders down, I erupted in hives and I have never experienced hives. Like I've had this, I've had chicken pox, you know I've had all the like, and I was older when I had them. I was about 13, so I remember them and how Mm -hmm. horrible it was. I have never experienced anything like this. And it was literally red, wealthy hives everywhere. So itchy, I was going crazy. I you know, like went doctors and creams and I I was on I'm still finishing up a crazy strong and but of course as acting things go this is the two week period in which I have to shoot these two projects. See this so. is the stuff
1: that I want to talk about is cuz <laughs> usually it's like oh look I booked something but you're not like and then on the inside I'm flaking off my skin and dying slowly yeah. and like trying not to like freak out wardrobe. This well, is so funny. fascinating. I
0: mean, Yes, because one of them, I'm a mom who was picking up her kids from school. This is the commercial. And luckily, like, it's my dialogue the whole time. And um, a lot of it is voiceover, although the beginning and the end and on me and I'm just I'm in a jacket and jeans. So you can't tell. And because it was a high thing that only happened from anywhere my clothes were touching, luckily my face wasn't affected. Mm. So, but my hands had little like red dots all over. The more sort of skin area, the bigger the hives were. It was insane. I've never experienced anything like this. I've sent pictures to some friends and they're like, oh, you weren't, I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like we're not, this is not just like, I'm kind of itchy. It was pretty intense. And when I went to wardrobe for the show I just did yesterday, um I was like so these are my arms I you know a allergic reaction just a sensitivity I think it should be gone by Monday but just in case let's do some long sleeves and they're like oh yeah yeah we're gonna do some long sleeves so (laughs) luckily you know I I just made sure that they were on board and they knew I wasn't highly contagious with something weird it was just I I don't know it's an allergic reaction so it it was something totally dealable Mm -hmm. and it's something that I think uh, 10 years ago I would have gotten my head about and freaked out about the fact that, you know, like, Oh my gosh, I have to work and I'm so itchy and I have visible hives all over my body. Yeah. But again, it didn't affect my face. So, but it is one of those things where as an actor, you don't think, I don't know. You just, these are just things you go, okay, well, life is happening at the same time and I'm going to go do this job and I'm going to be professional and do my job. And you know, Yeah. Luckily, luckily it's almost gone now. Um,
1: I I mean, I don't see it at all. So I'm so happy that you're doing better too. Uh, (laughs) I, I think too, we think that like acting jobs come in like this bubble Like when you get a job that like the whole world like closes off and you're here in this safety bubble of like going to set and working and like, it's like, no. I love this example because I think that like life keeps happening whether or not you're booking or not. So like your dog is going to throw up all over the floor or like you're going to get a rash or like somebody's going to need your help or something like that. Like life is going to keep spinning even when, you know, you're booking jobs. And it's nice because it also feels like it feels more like you're going to work at the same time. hundred oh,
0: percent. And less yeah.
1: like you've been like gifted this thing.
0: Oh yeah. Because that's truly what it is. You're just going to do a job, you know, like a really fun job. That is your career that you love to do, but it's just, I mean, you're going for a day of work yeah. and just like you said, something else is going on. And it also, I mean, it makes you think how everyone on set has something going on. Everyone. The sound guy's got something going on. The director's got something going on. The hair person had to talk with some. Like everyone's dealing with their own stuff. Yeah. Um. So it's just it's just a nice reminder that, that we're all very very human. Totally, <laughs> and it's a nice reminder too that wardrobe is your friend. A hundred percent. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't want to, you know, freak them out. Um. And I, if it was okay, look, if this had affected my face it would have been a different conversation and Mm -hmm. I would have talked to my agent and I would have said, this allergic reaction is happening. And I, I, you know, this is the story because you don't want to show up on set and the producers are like, what is going on? Or it's like somebody cutting their hair and they're not supposed to cut it. Like you have to show up with the package that they have purchased Mm -hmm. for, you know, like, this is me. I am this thing. And you have asked me to come do the role as this thing. Uh, But luckily, it was definitely something that, you know, it was easily coverable. And, you know, yesterday, the role I was playing, like wearing a blazer totally made sense. Mm. So, you know, it was I was never worried that it would be something that would get in the way of the job itself. But again, like I yeah, as a someone who, you know, produces stuff myself, I would I would want an actor to tell me if something was different, like all over their face.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's super smart. And also like, if anybody's listening to this and like, holy shit, what am I going to do? If this is ever going to happen to me, to my face, cortisone shots exist for a reason. Celebrities yeah, right, get them right, right. all the time in emergency situations. Like there are outs.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think there are ways to deal with it. Yeah, but it's, I think it's having a, being able to have an open conversation if it's some, there's something going on, you know? Yeah. I even saw a post- you probably saw this, I think Erica Bream reposted or something about um, an actor who had booked a couple jobs and was contact traced saying that they had been in contact with somebody with COVID and they needed to quarantine and it wasn't them that had COVID and they they tested negative but because of that contact trace, they told production of this thing they booked and obviously they weren't, they were recast but casting was super, super happy with them for being honest you know, and not just be like, oh, I'm going to go do this job. And it's yeah, just respect. It's like, respect for the process and the the business and the art, you know? Yeah,
1: it's so res- much more respect. And, and it's
0: <laughs> Yeah, totally.
1: And all, like, it's like seeing it as a job and also recognizing like the fact that that happened recognizes, or if I was a casting director, I'd be like, oh, this person sees the long game of a career and not like, I need this job kind of yeah. set up. That yeah, would make absolutely. me want to call them in all the time. Mm-hmm. Yay! Well, you so, did your. booking. how are assignment. you? Like, what?
0: Oh yeah, I, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> You did. You did your booking. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! How was your little? I don't know what last three weeks. Um, Four weeks. Yeah i uh, I
1: dropped a commercial agent and I got a new oh. one. Oh. Um, okay. Which is super exciting. <laughs>
0: Is there um, a reason that you drop? Like, are you open to sharing? Uh, yeah, to of obviously.
1: course. It's me, of course. Um, So the commercial agent I was with was not a good fit for me. And in the long period of time I was with them, even before COVID, auditions were like once every eight months. What? Yeah. Like in the time That's period I was with a, them, I got three total. Whoa. So, yeah. So it was kind of just a matter of time. I didn't want to like... Say Sayonara during COVID time, like during 2020. Cause it was something I was like, I'm mitigating how to deal with this problem. And then COVID happened. And I was like, I'm gonna put that problem on a shelf and I'm gonna deal with it later. And so I think it just wasn't a good match. They were super kind, very hardworking people. And it just, it just didn't work out. I just didn't fit on their roster. And it just wasn't, Mm. you know, this is when you you realize that just because someone does good work for someone else doesn't mean they can do good work for you. Um Mm -hmm. and that's nothing against their work or anything at all. It just wasn't a good fit. Um So I had signed with Lovestone theatrically uh, at the very beginning of this year. We talked about that. Um, And I've done a lot of auditions with them. And I think based on the emails and the conversations we've had, I've impressed them to the point where signing up on their commercial side was kind of a no brainer. Um, so I signed with them and like within a week I had two or three auditions. Amazing. Um, so I was like, oh, this is like the same amount I've had in the last two years. <laughs> wow. um, it's really refreshing. And it, it, uh, it kind of lit a new fire in me to be like, oh, this is something I enjoy. Like I had, I had think I had started to tell myself that I didn't really like commercials only so that I didn't have to feel bad that I wasn't getting any commercial auditions. Mm-hmm. And, or I told myself that I had aged out or looks out or whatever. Um, I totally get that. Yeah. But I think that was just my insecurity speaking. And, uh, and now I feel like I'm in a better fit place. And although I'm not expecting like a windfall of auditions by any means, but I do feel less of a scarcity mindset. Like, Oh God, yeah. I have to get every single thing. It's like, no, like things will come. And I know like, as a, like the way I look and being like a union female and all these things, like, I'm not, that's not going to be five auditions a week. Like it was, when I was non-union in like in 2011, Mm -hmm. but, um, but I'm pretty excited. So yes, I'm now I'm with, uh, Lovestone commercially and theatrically. Amazing. Uh, Do you still have your manager? Mm -hmm. Yep. And my manager facilitated both those meetings. Oh, great. Um, Yeah. So she's been, she's been an asset. Uh, I've had a couple more cool, uh, auditions through them, which is, it's weird because, uh, obviously the past year was very weird for everyone. And I know people are probably like, I'm so tired of hearing about how the past year was for everyone. But, um, I think, uh, all of a sudden I'm getting auditions that are much bigger than stuff I've auditioned for before. So Mm -hmm. it's exciting. And we talked a little bit about that last time about how my preparedness level and like getting used to this new situation is changing and like my process is changing and all these things. And it's super fun. And I am so excited to be like swimming in this new pond of like being a tiny fish in this brand new pond. So what do you
0: think personally (laughs) is the biggest sort of takeaway or learn about yourself and your process as an actor prepping for these different kinds of auditions? What are you sort of feeling?
1: I think I require a lot more rehearsal than some people do especially when Mm. they're longer, even if they're simple. Uh, Mm -hmm. For me to feel fully fleshed out, I feel like I need to have like a a rehearsal where like it's just me reading through and then it's just me and a friend and then maybe it's me and we audition and then maybe it's me and a coach. Like I, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: to like really explore it, like I have to get my words down so hard. And I think I used to think that anything to do with memorization was like not useful. Like actors don't memorize, they like experience the scene or whatever, but it really helps me if I work to memorize and then work out all of the moments and nuances. And I I explore a lot better.
0: Let's, let's, I need to understand this. So wait, what did you, did you just, God, all of our processes are so different and so interesting. Did you before not work on memorizing as much as you worked on just the experience of the scene and the character and then memorized via having done it so much was that. Yeah. I think I spent you? more time in like discovery phase
1: and hmm. less time in like verbiage phase, but hmm. I'm learning. And even like this could change in like 10 years, maybe I'm like really good at one thing or another, but with having auditions that are a minimum of seven pages mm-hmm. uh, I feel like, a lot better memorizing the shit out of it and yeah. then playing and it feels more fun and I feel free but I feel like for so long I was told that like that's not right or like that like true actors are like always exploring and never memorizing or something and I just think that we're all so different so like wait so who taught you that okay wait so many so over. many acting coaches that's so many weird. acting coaches have told me not-
0: that I don't, I don't understand how, you know, like if you're, if you're a series regular going to set and you know, you're, say you're in an episodic show and you're, you got, I don't know, maybe you're in 30 or 40 of those 60 some odd pages. You, you can't spend time exploring everything and not, you know, memorize. It's just so weird. Yeah. That's yeah. Totally. Totally. And I, you know,
1: I, um, I, I have a future podcast coming up with an actress named Kina and she's amazing. And she did a Tyler Perry show after she had her son. He was like three months old. And then she would did this Tyler Perry show sisters. And um she was talking about doing like 30 to 40 pages a day. Yeah. Um and I was like this is I mean, so they interesting fast on those shows. So fast. So fast. Yeah. Um and she was like, yeah, I learned like a new style. She's like, I had to get used to this and this and this. And her, her podcast is coming out soon. And it's so good. But, um, but yeah, I thought that it, it's really, it's truly timely and like important to learn that like you can change and you don't have to be so like, I can't be so like fucking artsy. <laughs> Like some things are super exploratory, fun, theatrically, blah, blah, blah. But like I need to get some more mechanics down in a scene mm-hmm. before I can truly like play. And I think too, because these roles are chunkier that I'm auditioning for right now, It's it feels like a different ballgame that I allowed myself to be in. So wait, before.
0: define chunkier
1: for people. Like series regulars. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Like everything's been a series regular, which is – incredible and super exciting. It's also, um, I don't think this is talked about it as much as much either that I probably the likelihood of me booking these is a lot smaller, but Mm -hmm. I'm going out for bigger roles. Also someone's car alarm is going off. So if anybody hears that later, you're not in traffic, don't worry. Um, (laughs) so like it's, it's a weird different place to be because I know I'm going to have to continue to audition most likely, right? Crazier things have happened, but I'll probably need to continue to audition in this level for a while before something will hit. Like the likelihood is high that I'll keep going out for these casting directors in this role, these areas before I'd book something. Um, Mm -hmm. So I have kind of accepted that like, I might not book anything for a while because I'm going Mm -hmm. out for bigger better things but it just reminds me of Kate Siegel's episode how mm-hmm. she was like you're going to keep pushing your bike into a harder gear and you're going to work harder for less movement but it matters more mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's what I keep reminding myself cuz it's like it's hard not to play the comparison game in these times like sure yeah really hard
0: so with like sort of the new process that you're finding yourself using um I don't know. Do you do you feel like you're becoming a better actor for it? Yeah. Or is it? it,
1: Yeah. I do. I think I can pick up material faster and understand it faster sooner. Yeah. And I really think that's something that could only come with like repetitive practice of like I agree. Yeah. Years of different audition classes and different auditions and things like that, and I think it only comes with time. Well, it just (laughs) sucks.
0: Yeah. I mean, somebody was talking about the fact that. I don't know about you, but when you're a newer actor, you know, like say in theater school or whatever, or just starting acting classes, like I had a tendency to want to show the work, be like, I am working so hard. Here, here are my beat changes, here are my tactics, here, like I am a yes. hardworking actor. It's and like, look at all realizes- the research I
1: did yes. in my face.
0: <laughs> right. And the truth of the matter is that nobody wants to see the work it's just it's stuff that and so after so many years whatever techniques that you know are taught or I personally used or all those things they just they're there Mm -hmm. and they're tools that you can use like you don't have to think or at least I should say I should say I don't have to think so hard about what I'm it's just like you look at something it's like I know where the B changes are I know what the store the backstory should be I know what the frame of this type of show is as is a procedural and because there's all these different things and then once you've learned all of that stuff I, I just I feel like that's it's an easier door to open to just be like oh what's the scene who is this person and now you're in a relationship with the other character you know And I feel yeah. it feels like what's really cool about what you're experiencing is that's like you're you're walking into a wide open door of having all of this knowledge and all of the stuff that you've worked on before. Mm-hmm. And now you can be in the place where here, here's the scene. And now you can play because your, your homework is, is a little more structural and the play totally. comes after the structure.
1: And the, and it's, it feels like it's more innate in my body to know what's going on. So like, yeah, I have to do a little bit less work. Like, I don't need to yeah. watch 17 episodes of Yellowstone to, like, kind of get an idea of what the next Taylor Sheridan project is going to look like. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to watch mm-hmm. every CW show to know that when I audition for David Rappaport, this is, like, kind of what it looks like, right? So, like,
0: mm-hmm. it feels And also, but that like, comes with age, too. It's just the age and totally. time. You know, I think about coming out of theater school at 24... Wait, was I 20? Yes. Like uh, 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 the conversation we're having now would have confused the heck out of me. Yes. And I, you know, and, and you, there is a lot of work that has to be done to get to the point where you feel comfortable um, letting go in that way and knowing that you have the knowledge behind you. But it's, some of that just comes with time. Some people are, you know, innately just, I don't know. They walk out of the womb and they're actors and they can whatever. But then the rest of us have to, <laughs> have to do a lot of, of education and research and mm-hmm. practice. And, you know, it's, just, it just, I don't know, it just comes with time. I, I definitely been feeling the sort of gift and weight of the journey, you know, mm-hmm. it's something, especially starting, we keep going back to Keith Siegel's episode, but her episode really, I don't know, it just it kept affirming the fact that, oh yeah, just. Keep going. You're in the right place, and time is a gift. Whereas before, even with Danielle, that was yeah, yeah Danielle, Danielle Kennedy, right? yeah, episode eight mm-hmm. today. Wait, today is yes. Tuesday, so yes. whatever people are listening to this, but episode <laughs> eight when you listen to Danielle, just just you know, what is she sick? Late sixties, early seventies. Yeah. So I mean, the gift of time and life experience. It was so cool to hear her talk. And whether or not she had stayed, like, been an actor the entire time or not, the point is that she's at that age and look at the incredible work she's doing and the opportunity and the knowledge and breadth of emotional life and just all of the things that she can bring to roles now. Yeah. In a very calm way, which, again, as everyone gets older, it's like, you you just kind of chill out. And it's true, you just kind of chill out. Like, it's nothing... Things just aren't as big of a deal and aren't as world ending or life changing as every single audition or every single booking or every, whatever it is. It's just, you know, it, yeah. it just feels, it feels good to have sort of a grounding place. And I think that that's something that people can find at any age or any level realizing that there, it doesn't, it's not a race, we don't have to go so fast.
1: I couldn't have put it better myself. <laughs> well, going from our last episode, we talked about the uh, the idea of figuring out what your spark is, right? In your oh, yeah. own auditions. Uh, and I ended up talking a little bit, uh, Anthony, uh, the agent at DDO, who we had a podcast episode with, he and I just had a catch up over Zoom recently. Mm. And he was, he heard us talk about that. And he mentioned, he was like, you know, I feel like it's just in the tape. Like it's mm. just- it's just in the person and uh, it's a little less pushed. And he said some more nice things that I can't really remember right now because my brain is just mush, but-
0: Wait, what did he mean? It's a little, like, it's a little less, pu- like it's when when something is- Like it's a little more from- pops in a tape. It's, it's a, okay, it's something that's really just- From the person as opposed to somebody trying to put on a thing.
1: Yeah. And he said, for example, okay, now I'm starting to remember a little bit better. He said that he had an actress who uh, the first line of it, of her audition recently, she flubbed and she laughed and she just kept going and Mm -hmm. he messaged her and he was like, keep it in. Yeah. He was like, are you sure? Are you sure? And he was like, it matches the tone of the show. I think it's interesting. Keep it in. And she was like, okay. And she sent it and she booked it. Yeah. So he was like, they, it's, they stopped and looked at the tape. Um, so obviously that's not going to happen yeah. every time, nor am I going to be like, don't keep in all your bloopers, please. God, no one, I love everyone, but like very few, rarely do people care about your audition bloopers, but you, but, um, <laughs> 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 but I, I was thinking about that and I think it's so interesting. And so I was wondering if you found something that you do really well that like pops
0: on you. Um, gosh, that's interesting. I. Well, when you talked about keeping in mistakes, I, I will keep in things that seem like a word flub mm-hmm. or, um, you know, like even there is one audition that I was doing where I I had an action that jumped on the reader's line, but I kind of improv around the fact that I was like a- accidentally hanging up on this person too early. And, yeah. and you know, things... I try to keep in things that seem wrong or like accidents or that you would then go do another take of to be like, Oh, I shouldn't have done that thing Mm -hmm. because then you're, you know, like, okay. So in the room, if we were going in the room with casting and you only do one take, say, maybe you get a second one if they're really nice to you (laughs) and they want to do something different or whatever, but that thing would stay in. And now, uh, like I was talking to my husband a lot about this, how now we're sort of, because we're at home and we can do numerous takes of something, some of the magic gets lost. And we're actually, did we talk about this last time? I can't remember, but we're like sort of distilling out these organic, cool moments. So, and I, like, I'm, I can be quirky sometimes and do weird things that just come out of me in the moment. And I think that's part of what my spark is just, especially, you know, with something that has a little more comedic sensibility to it. Mm -hmm. That's obviously easier than like going in and interrogating somebody, you know, like it's it's a little bit more simple when you have more freedom with whatever the character is. Um, But it's definitely, you know, even like last night I put something on tape and I flubbed a word, but uh, who cares? It's a flubbed word. No one's going to, fault you for that if the rest of the tape is fantastic well yeah it's a flubbed word and if you're on set you would just you know not flub at the next take or it's right I, I don't know i feel like the perfectionistic ability around self-taping um yeah is, we can make them difficult
1: perfect and shiny and and it's which can be great but then Sailor also it's like yeah exactly so it's like how do you find that middle ground um it mm-hmm. is it is uh it's hard it's not easy to be like I want to show you personality
0: well that's the thing too we were talking about um just the fact that was it somebody was telling me that because there's the ability to see so many more actors now per role you know you go Mm -hmm. in there'd be eight to ten actors say for a guest star spot at least up in Vancouver that's what we it would be like you know if it was in-person audition and now they can see what 40 50 so yeah it, it's the the competition is a lot more intense but also they want to see something interesting like like so if if there's something that just can get that little bit more of a i don't know a little of the spark mm-hmm. spark mm-hmm. but it's t- it's tough it's definitely tough yeah and yeah. feel comfortable enough to not be worried about, you know, what they quote unquote are lurking, looking for, as opposed to what you bring to something. Totally.
1: And that's, that comes with another thing that comes with time and experience. And like, mm-hmm. it's kind of a privilege to go back for the same casting director and feel as though you have, you've produced enough tapes that were like so clean and beautiful that you're like, I'm going to throw this away a little, like, I'm going to, I'm going to have fun with this because they've seen me do. X, Y, Z. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's right, a very but, okay, wait, special. but by
0: throwing it away, you don't mean not doing a good job. You're, you're saying to make it a little more free and put a little more of like taking a little more of a risk in your choices. That's what you mean. Totally. Right?
1: I, I mean, throw it away as in like what they would say to you in a commercial audition where they're like, just throw the copy mm-hmm. away, just throw it away, which mm-hmm. they're just like mm-hmm. saying, like, be a little more grounded, just be yourself. Like, don't put so much on it. Um, mm-hmm. if anybody ever tells you to throw it away, that's there's a good chance that what they mean, or they want you to improv a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think I think that's it. And I think I also realize that something I do really well in my self-tapes is I like uh it's impossible not to like your it's the same way. Your eyes are so big. So like you can see exactly what's going on in your eyes. So like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's mm-hmm. all in there. So like my eye acting is <laughs> very important yeah. to my scene. Like whether they like, if I'm surprised yeah. and they like pop, they pop hard. Oh. So it has to be like very specific when I use them. Or if I look down at the beginning of tape and then look up, like it's very strategic to me, like when I want to look toward mm-hmm. camera or something like that. So that's something yep. I was just paying attention to at my self-tape. So I feel like that's uh.
0: But isn't it amazing that we're taping so much at home that you can, know those things about you that yes. like what a gift because if imagine i mean i know a lot of people sometimes myself included we would like tape at home before going into audition just to see if an outfit fit works just to see if whatever you know but now the fact that everything's at home i don't know about you but, and maybe it's cuz i have like a filmmaker background in my career that i i love using the frame in a the best way possible like even like yesterday I was auditioning for a paramedic and it had all of the things like it's like she's doing she's checking the pulse she's doing the thing she has lines over to here to here and then these people are convulsing over there this person's doing and how do you uh, to me it was so exciting to be able to do this at home Mm -hmm. and really perfect what it was going to look like in the frame as opposed to going into the room and wondering, okay, I'm asking Kate, is my frame here? And then doing these actions that you don't know if they're actually translating very well because maybe the frame isn't what they say the frame is. Mm -hmm. But to be able to actually execute it is so fun. So whenever I get those ones that have all this detail, I'm, I just get so jazzed as opposed to, I'm like, okay, what am I, what, what is this? If I was going to actually shoot it, I mean, okay, but still I'm not actually going out and shooting it. I'm still using my blank wall, mm-hmm. but it's so cool to be able to put more of your own um, ideas and creative spark and energy in that way. Oh, spark. Yeah. There's a spark. There's your
1: spark. And that, like, that was, uh, <laughs> I had an audition
0: last week where
1: I was like, Caleb, why? My coach was like, you should go outside because it is all action. Like I'm on the phone and the guy's mm-hmm. like, stand up, go outside, look right, go down those stairs. So we did it. We went out into like our apartment courtyard and we did it out. He oh, followed me said. with the camera and like, I sat in the stairwell and then I stood up and like, cause it's just me standing on the phone. So it was gonna be so boring. Like it was all about action. And uh, so we did it outside because like,
0: fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so interesting what did your uh rep have, have any feedback so I about sent that? I
1: had tw- I had two I had a version where it was outside and I had a version where we filmed it inside and I just took like diagonal okay, steps smart. slowly closer, closer to camera so my eyes slowly got closer and closer to the frame more eye acting um mm-hmm. and uh and so I sent I sent them I was like I oh, here's the outside option I also have an option inside and they said we love that send this Um, it was the same tape Mm. that I spelled my first name wrong. I spelled it, Sam. I spelled my last name wrong in my title card. (laughs) So she messaged me and she was like, love the tape. You spelled your own name wrong. And I was like, cool, cool. I have a college degree. It's fine. So I had to resend. (laughs) it. this is like stuff I do all the time. Um, so I spelled my own name wrong, but the rest of the tape was great. Uh, so that was just like another, you know, it's just so funny what you do. Like I was just in a hurry it's and I like so
0: funny. moved my
1: oh. I and my E and my last name while I was typing. I can't type for shit. I must have missed that class like, eh. all through elementary. Hey, school. you're
0: an actor. You, you no one's asking you to spell, <laughs>
1: except the people who email me once a week,
0: <laughs> like you spelled this <laughs> wrong in your post.
1: I'm like cool. Thank you. So how
0: with the new rep and with the different tier of auditions? How you know in general. How, what is the feedback like from your rep, or have have they just been like, "Here's just a bunch of auditions, go, go, go"? Um, uh, I mean, I don't get a feedback a ton, and I don't ask
1: for it because I don't. It's not that kind of relationship. Um, I don't. I don't feel like I need feedback because I feel like I'm turning in really good work. Um, but yeah, I have gotten a couple emails back for like two different projects that I think I nailed the tape. And I will send it, you know, I, we transfer it, whatever, to wherever it's supposed to go. And uh, my agents reached out twice and said, this is phenomenal. And I'm like, Mm, sick. Like, and that's, that's kind of where I'm at, like in accepting that I'm in a bigger tier. And so I might not book anything for a while. I'm like, the coolest thing I can do is just continue to impress my agent. So she thinks that I'm ready for these big roles. So I'm just like, That's something I can focus on. Like that's something I can do is continue to do like good work that gets like her attention, and then that will translate into like more stuff, which is something I haven't ever thought about before. So great. So yeah. So I'm.
0: It's all it's all
1: good. I mean, I haven't gotten like really uh, any feedback on commercial auditions, but like they're commercial auditions.
0: So also, you've only been. I mean, you've only been been like two. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, but the yeah. feedback is that you're getting more auditions. Really. I, that's the <laughs> right. And
1: that's why I don't ask for feedback because I'm like, oh, there's auditions. So that means I, mm-hmm. they trust me to continue to do a good job. And that's yep. if anybody's at home being like, I never hear back from my agents. But if you get auditions, then like you're hearing back from your agents. Like they are exactly. trusting you to do work.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean- but I have a great relationship with my agent. And, you know, as long as I, he writes back received, I know that he's got it. You know? yeah. He's got it. He's happy. And I get a next, another one in my inbox. Yep. So that's I, all, I you know? love,
1: I love when I get that email from WeTransfer and it's like, your files have been downloaded. I'm like, sick. <laughs> like we're in a good place. Somebody downloaded yeah, nice. my WeTransfer. <laughs> awesome. And then my manager and I have been talking too, like a little bit more, which is nice. So I just, it feels, it feels good, which is funny because I haven't booked anything in a long time. And I just want to drive that point home that like, it's fun that like, I'm so happy for you where you're at and you like just did a commercial and then like a, a spot on the show that I don't know if I'm allowed to say the name of and like all this stuff. And uh, it's cool that like, I feel like we can both be happy in our careers and like be in different places.
0: Oh, hundred percent. And also, I mean- It ebbs and flows for everyone. It's constantly changing. Um, You know, I didn't book commercials for almost, I guess, 17 years, Wow. maybe. I've been auditioning for commercials for that long and never booked one. And then, you know, top of COVID, when everything started to open back up again, I started book, I booked three commercials and I've never booked commercials. (laughs) like what you know I, it's one of those things where I had you were saying earlier I had a very similar feeling to you I was like oh commercial yeah. <laughs> who cares I'm not not going but my casting just changed and I got older and I don't know who knows but you know and I knock wood hope it will continue yeah. but you never know it all ebbs and flows and just the fact that you're you're so contented just doing these auditions and I'm the same way like yeah. some of the like the really big stuff that I wished that I'd booked yeah. that I just have had an amazing time doing those reads. And it's, I mean, yes, the booking would be amazing, but at a certain point, it's so fulfilling just to be able to do really good work and play these characters and yeah, know that your team is happy and know that you as an artist are happy. Yeah. That's, that's really... I mean, that's why we're doing this forever. You talked to Danielle about whatever, you know, the longevity, and you said something about there's a really good quote from you quoting Sam Valentine. I wish but, I knew what it was. <laughs> oh, Just about like, you're in, like, we're in this forever, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to be 80 years old and still having the same kind of actor. Oh, dealing with the same problems
1: that we're dealing with now
0: in like. Sure. Just, 40, just 50 slightly years. different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if you're, if you're someone who's in it for the long haul and you're excited about that, then you're in the right place. And I mean, we're dead, we're in the right place. So yeah. It's just a journey man. God, you know what's
1: fun is like it's funny how much can change between like one month to the next when we're checking in. I might ask yeah. that we keep doing these even when the podcast is over because I think it shows yeah. such a fun actor journey for us to be like the world is shut down there's nothing going on I'm so bored to be like I signed with a new agent and then you're like mm-hmm. I don't know I don't really do commercials. I started booking like it's just just it's yeah. just It's fun to monitor the ebbs and flows. I do have a question because last time we talked about sprints and recoveries. Oh yeah. And we were both going to bring a lesson that we learned in a sprint and a lesson that we learned in a recovery in our time periods. And I feel like you (laughs) just maybe capped off a nice sprint.
0: (laughs) It's funny because it was a sprint that also required recovery to bring it full circle because I had this allergic reaction. (laughs) So it was literally like, I, uh, okay. I'm on, I'm on set for this commercial. I got to do my best work. Mm -hmm. And then I have to come home and put cream all over my body and try not to scratch myself. And, you know, I was not sleeping very well for a number of those days because I was just itchy. So, and I couldn't do, I just could not function. And then it's like, oh, you have a eight page audition, go focus on that. So it's like my, my sprints in recovery, this last little bit was really forced. Yeah. Um, but I think the lesson for me in that was this, this is like we were saying before, this is just life, things happen. I needed to recognize that my body is really, really, really tired right now. It's fighting something. It's got some antihistamines working to get all this crap out. Mm-hmm. And all you can do right now is sit and chill, like do your best to stay mentally focused and be cool. Because then again, you got to go to set and you got to go do your job and do it well and have fun. Right. <laughs> right. And, and, and that, and I think again, like, I think A decade ago, I probably would have freaked out about just the what if, what if, what if, you Mm -hmm. know, and I wouldn't have enjoyed the process. I wouldn't have been okay through any of it. And this, to me, I was just like, well, this is highly crappy, but oh well, (laughs) things happen. Yeah. Let's go have fun and do a good job, regardless, you know? I think that's so. That's, I mean, I'll have a better sprint and recovery next time, but, um, forced lessons.
1: Uh, I, I had a
0: a couple of days where all of
1: those auditions kind of came at once as per usual, It had been like a quiet week or two. And then it was like the two commercials and the, uh, the series regular. And I was like, Oh, I need to get this done. Like I need to work really hard for these next three days. And so something I've learned in the sprint capacity is I tend to get into the mentality of, and like Caleb will vouch for this because he films all my auditions, Um, I tend to get into this mentality of like, okay, let's just get it done. And it's like, but wait, are you prepared to do it right now? Should you just wait till later? Can you get your ducks in a row a little bit more? Like, can we slow down and enjoy this? Like there was one day we did a scene and I had to take, like we were trying to get it done. And one of the scenes was longer and Caleb was like, let's stop and eat lunch. It was like 2.30. I was like, no, no, let's just get it done. And he was like, why are we just trying to get it done? This is a role you like. We're having fun. Like if you were on a set, you would stop and take a lunch break. And I was like, oh, this is something I need to work on. Like mm. I tend to just want to check things off, off on a list. Even like- I spend so much time trying to get acting opportunities and then I get them and I'm like, okay, let's get it done. <laughs> it's like, oh, interesting. like, why not live in it a little bit more? Why not like take a little more time? And it's cause I have a, a mentality. Like I, you know, there's like a ticking clock always that like, I'm running out of time or like, I, you know, I want to like fast forward through, I don't know what it is. I I've had to like consider how I view like auditions as work or as like a, privilege, like a, a, a happy thing to do. Um, and so just getting it done is something I'm trying to work on in like a sprint form. Um, so taking it less as like a task and more of like something to enjoy and live in and like not so much hurry to check it off a list. Um and then in terms of the recovery stuff, I've noticed that I require more time between things these days. I think that probably everyone feels this way. Like after a year of COVID, like when I have to do an audition and go to the grocery store and cook dinner in the same day, it feels like, (laughs) like, right. Like doing like more than two or three things in a day feels crazy right now. Mm -hmm. And it feels like we're just trying to like all just like go through the motions of stuff. Um, and I have to be really gentle to myself and say like, I love that this job comes in spurts. And I love that you know, one broke actress keeps my schedule full in between things. And I have some side jobs that keep me full, but I'm, you know, sometimes it's okay to not have a full schedule. It's okay to like have chunks of time between things like this. This is a cool job that I could take a nap if I wanted to sometimes. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) And it's it's a requirement. If you take that nap, yes. If you take that nap, you're going to be a much more full, person when you wake up to go do your work. Yes. And that's That's, it. Right. It's like, yeah, this this requires so much.
1: Yeah. This requires so much more of ourselves than we realize. And I think I was in the mentality that because I wasn't booking jobs left and right, I didn't deserve to take breaks. Mm. Um, And I think that even if I didn't have auditions coming in, that I still deserve to take breaks.
0: (laughs) So here's, you know, my husband and I, when we were living in LA for that decade, we used to talk about how, I mean, this is not just LA specific thing, but I feel like it is, there's the LA hustle industry mentality, right? That can be really intense. Mm -hmm. And we used to say, it's like constantly walking up a down moving escalator and not really getting anywhere, but feeling like you got to keep going. And one day going, oh, wait, I can just use the stairs. And I can just go at the pace that I want to go. And it can be a lovely experience and I don't have to work so hard. Um, Let's just do that. And to me that, I don't know, especially now being removed from the LA hustle culture Mm -hmm. physically and being up in Vancouver for these last four years, um, I'm much more apt to take the stairs as opposed to the... <laughs> you're constantly down moving escalator with like other people trying to get up the escalator beside yeah. you. And you're
1: like, I, ah. I love that metaphor. And I also think there's something about, there's something about, and I'm not complaining about it by any means, but there's something about the fact that it's sunny. 99% of the time and that it's right. always nice enough weather for people to work out outside <laughs> and <laughs> that it feels like you should always be doing something. And like, we have the blinds that we have in our like living room are super sheer. And so I wasn't feeling super great today. And I went to lay down and I was like, Oh, I can't lay down. Like, it's still really bright outside. I should go like, take my dogs for a walk and do this and that. And I was like, I'm just feeling that way. Cause the weather's nice. Like we don't have permission. Right. days. Well, and,
0: but this <laughs> Is an interesting point that you bring up because as things start, to, more and more people get vaccinated, more and more of the world starts to quote unquote, open up again, things get quote unquote, normal. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of this, like fear of missing out feeling of like, oh, I gotta start working really, really, really hard again, not wanting to take time out because you it's like the hustle, the, the that I feel like can easily be put back on everyone. And I think the challenge for all of us as humans and as a society and people, especially in entertainment, is to really allow ourselves to sit in the lessons of the time of how important the recovery and the rest is mm. to fill us up and that we don't have to get back on this freaking crazy rat race. You don't have to. It's a choice, right? Yeah the same as like it's a choice as to you know taking digital detoxes or whatever like all of this stuff is a choice and i think for you know us as people in the industry and for someone like with a podcast i love that you're an advocate and talk we talk a lot about the fact that it's you know we can do what we can do your own thing you can take care of yourself you can take the time out you don't have to hustle so hard um yeah. yeah. Like Kate Evil said, just stop doing shit. <laughs> I just stop doing shit, Sam. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's I talk yeah. about it all the time, but it's still hard for me to put into play sometimes, especially because, you know, one broke actress requires a lot of tending. There's a lot of things to be done. Um, but also at the end of the day, I'm not honest, honest to anyone. Like I'm completely in charge of what I choose to take on. Mm-hmm. So like I've been doing, I tell people like I can record one thing a week or maybe two but I'm trying not mm-hmm. to do like a bunch of podcasts or things like that. And if it's weird for me to be like, that's awesome. Can you contact me in two weeks and we can look at a date? And pe- some people are like, absolutely. And then some people are like, oh, um, I guess I'm like, this mm-hmm. is, this is the boundaries that I have to set up for my own mental clarity to like not shove 700 to do's into every single day. Yes. And if you're listening out there right now and you're like, but I have X, Y, and Z also. And if, especially if you have oh kids, like you require mm-hmm. the most rest and recovery. Like,
0: yeah. Wow.
1: So we give you permission. Agreed. Oh, Agreed. <laughs> uh, this was so fun. It's
0: so, I love these. I love talking to you. I love talking to you too. Um, what are we going to work on for next month? Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Should we bring- I'm like going to a- put it out there that we're booking more things. Yeah. Booking- more things are being booked. Okay. Um, I'd like also- to book something. Yeah. Yeah. Also, again, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't matter because we're going to have fun doing our auditions with our our sparks of who we are. Um, But yeah. Is there any specific thing that we should check back in on? Mm, Ooh, that's a good question.
1: Well, I mean, I hope your rash is gone by then. (laughs)
0: Oh, well, you know what? It's almost gone now. So I like, I should, I should say that when I went to set yesterday, it's almost gone. Great. So (laughs) It it wouldn't have mattered anyways. I could have had short sleeves.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What if we both brought back a really like fun, enjoyable, like check-in with yourself moment from like work. So like when we were doing an audition, a moment and we were like, this is the fun part. Like, let's just like remind ourselves of that and see if that changes anything while we're doing stuff this is the fun part this is the fun part
0: all right I'm writing that down I'm putting it on my little piece of paper
1: whether it's like auditioning last time whether it's like uh going to the grocery store whether it's like like this is the fun part
0: like oh wait going to the grocery store
1: I mean a rest and recovery like maybe listen
0: I personally love the grocery store but yeah fun part this is the fun part writing it down okay with my sharpie and i'm writing down bookings bookings exclamation mark heart
1: yay (laughs) i love it okay cool i'll put the post up from this and if you guys have any um like words of wisdom or anything for us you can comment on the picture that is with our or the picture the instagram post that is our pictures for this episode yes absolutely
0: Yay. awesome all right well I'm um, talking to you Sam I
1: love talking to you and
0: congrats oh. on the great re- like all the episodes since we last talked it's been really awesome I've it's- loved listening to everything I know so, you're excited so excited for the rest of the season so excited about all the things for next season thinking about things already so I know I know you guys um Helena already has a full
1: list for us for next season. So don't, don't worry. We're, we're coming towards the end, but we'll, we'll be back, but we'll be back with you guys in a month anyway. So, um, all right. Well, we will talk to you guys in just a bit.